0: We find ourselves today with Paul writing to the church of Ephesus. It's one of my favorite books in the Bible because Paul's heart pours out to his church. From the first chapter, chapter 3 through 14, hear these words. Praise be to the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. In the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. ...to the praise of His glorious grace, which He has freely given us in the one He loves. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins... ...in accordance with the riches of God's grace, that He lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. And He made known to us the mystery of His will according to His good pleasure, which He proposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times will have reached their fulfillment, to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head, even Christ. In Him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of Him, who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of His will, in order that we, who were the first to hope in Christ, Might be for the praise of His glory. And you who were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having believed you were marked in Him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are in God's possession, to the praise of His glory. This is the word of God. For the people of God, thanks be to God. Let us pray. Ever equipping God as I speak, may you increase and I decrease. May the words you have given me for this message be seeds that rest in our hearts, that we might bear fruit for you here on earth. May I be bold and courageous in speaking what it is you have given me to speak. And may we, as your people, have ears that hear. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Blessings. Have you counted your blessings? Or have you just made New Year's resolutions? We have two different ways of looking at life at a new year. Some of us, we look back on what we didn't get accomplished in 21, and we need to set goals and New New Year's resolutions And get it all done, right? We didn't lose the amount of weight. We're not in the physical shape. We didn't earn the amount of money. Blah, 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 blah. And we set these resolutions, these goals, so that 2022 will be a better year. Do you ever stop and just count your blessings? Count your blessings that the tornado that hit my house for a week has gone. And the house is straight again. But what a blessing. What a blessing. And just start working backwards. December, there were these blessings. November, there were these blessings. October, September, August, July, June. Yes, I can say it all the way backwards. All those blessings. But we focus on what we didn't get done. And Paul wants his church to hear, don't lose sight of your blessing. Don't lose sight of who you are. We preach this at Epiphany. You know why? Epiphany is a new understanding, a breakthrough. I call it a keyhole experience because that's how it happens in my life. I feel like the Holy Spirit is just crushing me, crushing me, crushing me. And then, ta-da, all of a sudden I get it. Right? I pop through the keyhole to a new understanding, to a new epiphany of who God is. This is Epiphany Sunday. This is when the wise men came to Jesus and gave their gifts. And they saw before their very eyes who the Christ child was. They saw the fulfillment of prophecy. They saw what God was doing. And it was an epiphany for them. I wonder if we can count our blessings according to what Paul has written and understand the new epiphany that God has for us. That understand we're not the same today that we were yesterday. That 2022 is different than 2021. That God has more blessings to pour out on us. Let's just take it back and break it down a minute. Praise and glory to you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He looks at everyone in his church. Whether he's writing to them from prison or he's speaking to them in person. That they are created by God. And they are connected through the power of Jesus. Praise and glory to you in the name of our Lord and Savior. That's the beginning. Do we look at one another like that? Do our blessings start with that? We are a child of God. Jesus is our Savior. You are a child of God. Jesus is your Savior. Our relationship should be based on that. Not added to not just put on like icing on the cake. It should be the foundation of our relationship with one another as we count our blessings. This is where we stand, folks, on the blood of Jesus. We stand on the on the, save, the, the work salvific work that Jesus did for us. We stand on it. That's where our foundation is. So greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. You need to remember, I love how he says it, You have been blessed. Count your blessings, number one. You were chosen before all of creation, period. You were chosen before all of creation, humanity, to be God's design. I craft a lot of things out of wood. And you know the hardest part? It's not the fine sanding. It's not running the router. It's not making the cuts. It's not gluing the pieces together, making sure the seams are perfect. It's the planning. Laying in bed at night saying, does this wood look good with that wood? And do I t- take this angle or do I do it on that angle? Or I spend more time planning my projects than I ever spend working on a project. Because I'm afraid to make a cut in the wood... That's not going to go along with the plan. Do you hear what God did? You were chosen by God's design before any of creation happened. Do you hear that? You You were part of God's plan before God's plan went into place. Blessing number one. You were chosen by God to be created. Think about that. You know why? Because God loves God's own creation. God loves humanity. And you know the beauty of that creation? There's not a one of us who are genetically alike. Thanks be to God. (laughs) Right? God has included us as humanity and being chosen. Think what that means to be chosen. Chosen. This time of year, I I don't know if y'all are about tired of football yet. I'm not. I love college bowl games and college bowl season. Let's go. Right. And my wife, she loves it 10 times more than I do. And so if you come to our house, you're going to watch college football. But you have to think about those players. There's some of those players who aren't going to play in their bowl game. In hopes that they'll be chosen. So-and-so's not playing today because he's preparing for the NFL draft in hopes that he'll be chosen. Division One players out of high school, you know what the percent is that, all high, that high school athletes play even college ball? Seven percent, any division of all high school graduates will go on to have an athletic career in college. Any division in AI, Division Two, Division One, whatever. 7% of all high school athletes. Now, if you want to go to Division One, 2%. 2% of all high school graduating athletes will play on a Division One level, the top tier level of college sports. They'll get chosen, 2%. Do you want to know how many go on to play professional sports in any sport? Out of all colleges, all collegiate athletes, do you want to know how many go on to be a professional athlete in their sport? 2%. So these people who are laying out of their bowl experiences, which I think is crazy, for a 2% gamble. A 2% gamble. They're hoping they'll be chosen. When we proclaim the name of Jesus Christ, you know what? It's a hundred percent gamble that we'll be chosen. Think about that. All these little boys and little girls that want to grow up to be professional athletes, they're gambling on two percent of two percent. I'm not a mathematician, but that's a narrow percentage. But when you're born and created and you breathe your first, first breath in this world, when you're formed in your mother's womb, you've already been chosen by God. It doesn't get, that's the biggest blessing you can get. That's the biggest blessing God can bestow is creating you in your mother's womb. You are first and foremost a creation of God that was chosen by God to be formed in the image you are because God wanted to make you just like you are. First blessing. Isn't that good? 2022, don't ever forget it. Don't let a day wake up that you don't know that you were chosen by God. God made you just as goofy, as irrational, as as God made you to be. Because you're beautiful in God's eyes. And here's the next part. I love this part. You are included. God has a plan. Did you see that in the scriptures? It says not only did he choose to create you, but it's a part of his plan. Now, when I'm trying to create something and I'm thinking about... Do I use walnut, or do I use maple, or do I use this wood, or do I use that wood? I'm going to use it, but some of the wood gets left on the shelf because I put it together, and it's like, eh, back to the shelf, right? You're not worthy, piece of wood, to be a part of this creation. Will you look around this room? God said, I choose you. I choose to create you. Because I have a plan. I have a plan. And you, no matter where you are, are a part of my plan. Do you hear that? God's blessing to us is that God wants to use... Now, I'm not talking about a puppeteer God, okay? God gave us free will. God gave us a mind. We make decisions every day that affect our life. But God's plan is that humanity works through the work of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, that we spread the knowledge and love of God throughout the whole world. That's God's plan. But God needs us to be a part of that plan. And God designed us to be a part of that plan. That's the blessing God gave you. God chose you because God loves you. And God included you. Just think, you're chosen and included. How many people are excluded these days? We exclude people from our families. Did you know that? Our mothers are give birth or we adopt and we exclude some of those people because they don't fit our image of what we think family should look like. It's true. And we take the blessing that God gave us in family and we cut it up and divide it according to our own free will. Do you know that breaks God's heart? God created us all together and included us all together for a purpose of sharing the love of God with all of humanity, period. You can talk to people that I can't talk to. You can go places that I can't go. You can be, you can entertain where I can't entertain. That's why God created us so diverse. It's so that we can use our gifts and our talents that God chose to place within us in our creation to be a part of the plan and be a part of the blessing. Some of us, we need to be in the outdoors and breathe the country air so that we can share with other people who are outdoors the goodness of Christ. Some of us need to be in shopping malls, God help those spirits. So they can share the love of Christ within a shopping mall. It happens time and time again. Somebody pays for somebody something or somebody helps somebody out. It happens all the, from both extremes of the inner city to the out dark country. Wherever you walk in life, God's blessing is working so that we, the people of God who are chosen, can be included to share the love of God with other people. And you think of that and you think, oh, that's a big plan. I pray every Sunday, right? Lord, we want your shalom on this earth. How many want peace? Anybody? I'm so tired of tension amongst humanity. Can we not just get along like Betty White said so we can have more fun? I mean, let's all get along. And let's have fun worshiping God. Let's have fun doing what it is we like to do. Let's quit judging one another. Let's count our blessings. God created me just like God created you. No matter where you live, what color your skin is, what lifestyle you're, whatever. God created you. God created me. Who am I to say anything about you? We live under the same blessings. And God wants to include us in those blessings so that we can share love. Now, these poor kids that are dreaming on 2% of 2%. They're going to be measured by their height. They're going to be weighed on the scales. They're going to be tested how high they can jump. They're going to be tested how fast they can run a 40-yard dash. They're going to go through all of these things. It's called the combine. They're going to go through. They bring all the prospects in. And everybody gets tested, 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 tested. They get grilled psychological tests. They get all these things in hopes that they might get chosen. That they might be included. You know what God uses to include you? Nothing. Let me tell you why. God's got a plan. And he's got a plan for you. He's included you. He's chosen you. He's ready for you to activate that plan. And this is the thing you have to understand. Stan Mass says it better than ever anybody I've ever heard say it. You cannot... Change your position with God by, no, by your decision, okay? You cannot change your position with God by your decision. Do you hear me? Whatever you say about God, whatever you decide about God, whether you're mad at God, you're walking away from God, all those things, and I've been all those places, God's position for you never changes. The decisions you make in your life will never, ever remove you from God. Will never remove you from the love God has for you. You can walk away from God. It can be done. God will take God's hand off of you if you tell God to take God's hand off of you. God help you. But God will. But he'll never remove the blessing of your creation. Of being chosen. He'll never remove the blessing of your creation. They'll never remove the blessing that you're included in the plan. You just have to accept to be a part of the plan. You just have to accept to be a part of the plan where Jesus comes in. God gave us free will. God gave us a brain that says, yes, I want to be. All these collegiate athletes who are doing all these things to hopefully be a 2% of a 2%. They're making a decision to go through whatever they have to go through, the grueling tests, the grueling judgment, the grueling grind, whatever it is to get to play something they love, that they feel like that they were designed for. They're making a decision to go through all of that in hopes that they'll be chosen. God offers us a chance to make a decision so that we receive the Holy Spirit. When we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life, we receive our third blessing. The first two you can't do anything about. The third one you can. You're marked, Paul says. You're marked with the sign. You're marked. You know what that sign is? The power of the Holy Spirit. When you're baptized, what happened to Jesus when he was baptized? John put him under the water. He lifted him up in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And a dove came and descended upon him. The Holy Spirit, when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life, we say we want to be a part of the plan. Blessing. Blessing. We want to take our blessings and we want to give them to everybody else. We want everybody else to understand what their blessing is. We are marked by God. Why are we marked by God? Because God needs us to accept the relationship. God needs us to say yes to the blessings that are given to us. It's 2022 and we're not getting any younger. And God still wants to use us no matter what our age is. God still wants us to proclaim Jesus Christ, to live out the love of God in our lives, to offer grace, agape love, grace, non judgmental love to other people. Can you do that? You can because you've been marked by God. You're chosen, you're included, and you're marked by God. And here's why. Because God's plan is to bring all things together under heaven and earth. To bring all things together. Jesus is our vehicle, if you want to use that term of salvation so that we can be in right. We can achieve our righteousness by saying yes to Jesus. And God's grace can pour upon us even when we fail God or we curse God or we walk away from God. All we have to do is say yes again and God says your blessing is still yours. And the power of the Holy Spirit is poured out in us and we go into the world and we make a difference in the world. What a dream it would be for those young kids. Those kids who gambled on the 2% of the 2% to play on Sunday or Saturday or whenever they play their sport, to run, to play tennis, whatever their sport is. What a dream come true that would be for them. They could count their blessings along the way, right? And they could see. I love it when a young athlete steps up and he speaks and he gives praise and glory to Jesus Christ first. And then he thanks God for the blessing of his mother and his father and his coaches and his teammates. Or she says, thank you, God, for giving me the opportunities to shine on a level women have never been able to shine on before. I love that because they're they're giving gratefulness back to God for their blessings. We didn't have to gamble. We don't have to gamble. We were born. God said yes. Chosen. We've been called. God's included us. And we've said yes. God's marked us with the Holy Spirit. 2022 is upon us. The only way our world gets better. Is if we live into our blessings. If we live into our blessings from God. So I hope today when. When. You leave here, you count your blessings because you are blessed to go and be a blessing. Do you recognize that you are chosen? You are included and you have been marked. Go in peace and be a blessing unto others in the name and glory of God, the creator. Amen. And amen.